Hey y'all, it is me, Cicely Renee, aka the Bougie Black Blogger, and this is Bougie University, where we talk about designing a life we love. We see the vision, we write the vision, we live the vision, and then we celebrate the reality. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, y'all. It is me, Cicely Renee, aka the Bougie Black Blogger, and this is Bougie University. We are doing some really dope things behind the scenes. We haven't posted uh, an episode in about 10 days, which is okay. It's all good. But I just want to let you guys know that we have some really cool things that are coming up. So we have, you know, e-courses that are almost complete for your learning. We also have our website that's coming together. It's not complete, but it's almost there. Um, And I'll be sharing that link later. But I don't want you to go there now because it's not ready. Um, We also have you know, our Facebook group that's getting lots of action inside of it and some events that are happening in the Dallas area. And you'll be able to get on some of these webinars that we'll be having pretty soon. So if you haven't subscribed, you want to go ahead and do that because you're going to miss out on some really good things. Um, And for you to subscribe, you'll just go to bougieblackblogger.com and it will say Bougie University at the top. So head on over, make sure you subscribe so you can get all the freebies and other things that you are going to love and that will help guide you to create a life that you love. Um, Today we have an amazing interview with an amazing, brilliant, beautiful, talented, gifted young lady by the name of Imani Grace. And she is a musician. She's an artist. She sings. She's just just dope all around. And she has some amazing nuggets. And just letting you guys know, for those who probably aren't into the music scene or they you want to build a business or you want to do something totally different, just know a lot of these nuggets and the processes behind, you know, what people do are transferable. So you know, I can do almost everything that she suggested for my business with the whole Bougie University and blogging and whatnot. So you guys are definitely want to want to stay and listen to our conversation. And at the end, you'll hear your homework and just a wrap up of the whole episode. So let's get started. Hey y'all, it is me, Cicely Renee, aka the Bougie Black Blogger, and this is Bougie University Podcast. And I'm excited because we have a really dope special guest on the podcast today. And, you know, it's kind of cool because I pretty much watched her life online and kind of in person. And we kind of have some really cool connections that we'll probably let you guys know about throughout the podcast, but I will let her introduce herself. So welcome, Imani. Please let us know about you. Well, thanks, sis. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Imani Grace. I was born originally in Minneapolis, but was raised all over um, the East Coast and Midwest. 
was my parents' job. So that kind of started my um, my taste buds of everything eclectic, but especially everything um, black for real, for real, because we would move so often. I had to really hone in on my identity. And the biggest part of the transition was adjusting from suburb to suburb. Yeah. And um was just, you know, really trying to make sure I I knew exactly who I was and what I liked. And um and my mom had a, a, a great influence on that because <clears throat> she was just always around, always always held it down so solid and she being um a product of the Jim Crow era in the in the rural south or you know in the deep south really um really molded some 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 preferences and some ideals in her that and and, and in me as well that are crucial to surviving this this walk as a black woman in yeah. in the united um and uh, she is a musician as well and passed on that love to me um like a lot of women in my family, musicians, and I studied um, before college, just in school, at high school, but then I decided to pursue it full-time studying uh, at Howard University, and then started performing professionally in 2011, um, same time I got, I got into school, and I've been doing that ever since, but um, other than other than actually performing music, I really enjoy um, creating and spreading the understanding of of arts and and the spirit of art okay. and what it could do to any and all. Mm-hmm. A little yeah. bit about me. Well, thank you. So, okay, so you did. You said that you're a musician. So, tell us a little bit more about your music and what. What kind of music do you perform or study or, yeah? I'm studying classical music just because that was the easiest way to get to the theory. Uh, that's what I did growing up. And, and theater music, I did a lot of musicals growing up. And then when I got to Howard, I studied jazz. And so my my background is um, classical music which includes jazz, but I love and grew up on listening to classic R&B and um, that's just kind of kind of my thing. I, I really love harmonies, you know, vocal harmonies and um, and really just songs that you can groove to that feel good. And that's the kind of music that I like to try to create. Um, music on my, my project coming up is going to be just that. You know, uh, music you can groove feels good, but it's still interesting. You know, it's not just nothing happening over and over again. <laughs> right. Okay. Beautiful. So something that you triggered in my heart and mind is that you know you said you traveled all over and you had to hone in on who you were at different levels. Can you talk a little mm. bit about that and like the process and just. Yeah. Well, I, I'll start. I'll do backwards. Um, okay. I'm still working like a, a current transition now, which is realizing my my truest self as an adult. Um, 
and being new to this independent lifestyle <laughs> and realizing how much of my parents is me and me and I am my and I am them <laughs> and that being you know a, a blessing and a curse you know as, as it goes generational curses bad habits all that stuff but I believe that those things help me uh, align with and, and appropriate what what I feel and my feelings and desires and and my wants for myself and my community and um, before that it was this stretch of trying to understand spirituality and where I fell in line with the quote-unquote spirit realm. Uh, I grew up in a Christian household with a Christian background and still to this day profess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but have realized how broad that can be for anybody, but especially me, and that within every spiritual and faith walk, there is something for for everybody to pick out so I like to I like to share stories with other people about about their faith walks and especially people of of other backgrounds than just uh Christianity or even monotheism at all just because there's you know it's just so much right it's really hot (laughs) to, to this thing called life uh and especially especially if you put your your heart into it um and but before that was was learning who I was as, you know, a little black kid Mm -hmm. and realizing that in itself is uh, a privilege that has a, a a lot of responsibility. Um, But, but how much of that is, is in the hands of our elders and our, and, and just the people who are even barely older than you, uh, the influence influencers of young people range from peers to those who are not even here with us anymore and um now circling back to as an adult and i do some i do some mentoring and some teaching and um with students and and i'm just realizing how crucial it is for me to be you know in in my right place and in in a good spot for me so that i can share that with with them and how like the, them coming up, the, these young people coming up now who are uh, a generation younger than me, which is kind of hard to fathom, <laughs> is is like their coming up is far more important than what I've already done. Okay. Like my accolades, anything that I've accomplished means nothing if they're coming up in muck and mud. So I'm okay. I'm trying now to. Um, better myself and better those who are around me for the sake of people coming after me you know it's it's almost seems it almost seems cliche because of how much how often people say you know don't do it for you do it for generations to come but it's a real thing um, because of how much influence we have of those who are not even related to us by blood um just a young person seeing us like you know miss miss dang cardi b is is recently out like I I get it now what people were talking about when I was first coming up and everybody was talking about I need to change and I need to be this and be that because of the young people and her biggest argument which makes the world of sense was that young people need to be looking up to their parents and she was yeah. like when I was coming up, I looked up to my mama I wanted to be like her I wanted 
to act like her. She cooked and cleaned. I wanted to do that. And, but now she realizes that the energy that we put out is infectious, especially when we're an influencer. But it, 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 can, it can either taint in a negative way or it can uh, nourish. Right. And so every little thing, whether we think it's big or small, having an influence on, on young folk and old folk um, is, is crucial in this, especially in this arts world. So right. hats off party being like, all right. <laughs> yes. But that's so cool that you said that because I'm a full-time teacher. I teach high school yeah. English. And, you know, I have been struggling every day because I'm just like, mm. Yo, you have no idea what this world really thinks of you because you're so, right. I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I try to encourage and just uplift them and, you know, give them just positive vibes and not like badly critique them, but just make sure that right. they understand. Because I'm like, one girl, she argued back with me because I kept telling her no, just telling her what she needed to focus on and just trying to make it work. And she's like, I quit. I give up. I'm, and I'm like, no, I cannot let you quit because what's going right. to happen if I let you keep going this way, you're going to think it's okay. And then you're going to come up to someone and they're going to be like, this is how you really think, or this is how you are going to answer this question. And I'm just like, okay. So it's a struggle. And I'm and like you said, the influencers of like, you know, out there, you know, on TV have a huge impact on these young people's lives. And oh, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle out there. And I love how you said that you are, you, you work on yourself and make sure that you're, you know, I guess of substance or, you know, you yeah. want to be the change, if you will, that you want for the world. So you just want to make sure. I love that. So and that's something that I do too. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, <laughs> Girl, Thank and, you. Ah, these, whew, okay, we're not going to go down that one. That's a whole route that we can really get lost. <laughs> right. It is yeah. true. It is the truth. Okay, so let's, so with Bougie University, we talk about designing a life we love. How yeah. do you, so I, you've been doing thing, you've been doing music and art and for pretty much probably since you were, you know, birthed into this world. You're very artistic and very talented and very gifted and it's beautiful. And I absolutely, I've been following and I'm like, this, this is my God says, y'all. I'm like, she is. So, and we'll get to like all the things that you have done, which is so just, anyways, so beautiful. Um, so like, how did you design it? I know you have to, you know, find out who you are and what you like, but what are some of the things that you had to say yes to and some of the things that you had to say no to that helped you go the path where you're at? One of the first things I had to say no to was my anxiety and self-doubt. Mm. Um, and just because it likes to just come into my morning cereal it likes to hang out around yeah. me when I'm trying to do anything yeah. from the day to the end 
Um, and it's because I'm surrounded by, I've, and I'm fortunate, I've been surrounded by really exceptionally talented people all my life. Yeah. And then when I got to it was like it just went up a whole another crazy level <laughs> like the the people out here it was no it was no longer um comparing myself to the little kids at school who didn't really take music seriously but it was comparing myself then now as even an 18 year old at the time to 25 year old 30 year old 40 year old performers who have been doing this for years and years and I'm looking at myself and looking at them and thinking like, I'm not even, I'm not even doing this right. Like, I'm just oh, not my. even, just chill. I'm not even, and, and, and that would happen so often that I would even, I would say no to certain gigs. I would say no to certain opportunities that could have really done some great, great things for me, but it was, it was just too much for my, my own psyche at the time. So I had to, immediately say no to that and just realize that everything that God had been placed in my life was placed by the greatest power that be. So I had to trust that. Um, and then I had to start definitely saying yes to help. Yeah. Uh, and to, and, and in a very, what would seem like a humble way and accepting help, but it was really, a, it actually took more pride than humility for me to accept help when it was you know good help coming along my way and being like I deserve you know a helping hand you know I'm 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 doing my bit I'm working hard um I'm studying I'm practicing and if someone wants to come along and uh help mold some a project I'm working on or or give some advice or two cents about uh something I did on the on the stage or or whatever take that as as grace really and then as as nuggets of favor and pearls and, and being like yeah that's that's good they're not they're not looking down on me they're not trying to treat me like a child yeah you know they're not trying to they're they're helping me and and you know I've I I do believe that I'm a I'm a chosen I'm of a chosen people and so the the gifts and goals that that are placed in my life are for me and that I should take full advantage of them but then also respect them enough to take them on as my own and so when people give me advice like there was a I had a professor who was a I mean hip-hop head but he was teaching about music music theory and and music history and the greatest thing he said to me which seems simple now he said it to me maybe five years ago is a sign with no business is a a sign of no business you know Mm -hmm. um and I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Marketing, labeling, what I look like when I go out to these yeah. jam sessions, how I present myself and is is all a part of my artistry. I can't separate I can't separate the two because I am my business. And so right. I have to make sure mine is polished and shined and and all the letters are spelled right and you know <laughs> no lights are on my side. I gotta make sure every time I step out. So um that was, that's yeah that's what I had to say no and yes to and also no to no to you know being a, a woman in this industry it's really easy to fall in the um to fall in the the, the pockets of of people who just really want to take advantage of you right. use you for 
either just like you know a a gimmick you know like just get the the little light-skinned girl singer just put her up there and whatever and and you know or just people who don't really take your craft as serious as you do or in the light that you do um for their own personal gain and selfish reasons and um realizing that that was not the way that I wanted to come up right I wasn't going to do it for me and um I had to say no to a lot of uh, a lot of things that other people would probably not have said no to um just for the sake of you know them being opportunities and being like oh I can really I could blow up from this but um I've learned now that they're just not worth it those opportunities as far as you know my walk and everything I'm trying to do and and I'm by no means anybody's uh, (laughs) perfect angel (laughs) you know I, I do what I gotta do to 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 make sure that I I sustain my my life and my well being. If that means I have to you know not talk to somebody for weeks on end, or if that means I have to you know do some type of r- rigorous uh, you know detox of social media or a person, you know, um, right. it sometimes comes off as as selfish or. Uh, not professional or whatever it may be, but I had to I had to say no to even those people who wanted to try to say that what I was doing was not good for me. Right. And being like I've 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 prayed about this. I've I've talked to some mentors. My mama said it's okay, <laughs> so I know it's it's okay if I if I take a break from this person or from from this certain event. You know, I yeah I I just say no to the to the to the bull. Right. Most definitely. I know um, one of the things that I have in one of my books and my workbooks is just like being clear of your vision and all the things that you need to do and making sure that you are able to say no to the things that don't align and knowing that it's perfectly okay, especially like disconnecting from people and, you know, just a lot of things. And people will definitely see that as being selfish or you know, and it it is a struggle, and it's unfortunate, but, like, you know, people don't, aren't living the life that you are living, and they don't have the same goals and dreams, so they just won't understand, and it'll be all right, because life will still go yeah. on. Yeah. Yes, indeed, indeed. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> I love it. These are these are already some amazing nuggets, and I'm, like, I'm so ready to, you know, get some worksheets and stuff to just promote off of this because I'm just like people need to reflect and break it down because like if we're not if we don't plan if we don't think about it and we're just gonna do whatever we do like whatever comes to us and like you said opportunistic like those opportunities like it may seem okay but in reality it doesn't really help you in the long run but Mm -hmm. That's my little two cents. So that's right. <laughs> can you tell us about some of the amazing things that you have been doing, the amazing opportunities that you have been presented with that you, you know, you said yes to that really like set the bar or set you apart from other people? Wow. Um, I would say it started from jump. Um, like I said, my mother's a musician, so I got to sit on her lap 
while she led choir rehearsals and on her hip um, as she traveled with music. Uh, I'm I'm going to Switzerland next in two weeks with um, a phenomenal bassist out of New York named Richie Goods. Uh, but this will be my second time going to Switzerland. My first time was when I was seven weeks old with my mother. Um, yeah, and I was, you know. I haven't been to Europe since then, so I'm excited to go back. Um, and uh, I did a, a residency last year with uh, Justin Coughlin, pianist, um, at Quincy Jones's one and only listening lounge in wow. uh, Dubai. And uh, that was that was another like aha moment. Yeah, you know, like aha, if I keep doing it, I'm going to always do it, which was one of my biggest lessons. It sounds so simple, seems simple, but it's like, if if I could encourage anyone trying to do music or trying to pursue a life that they want to live, it's like, you have to keep doing it, even if it's on a small, really, really small scale, um, that there's no shame in that small scale. Uh, And so for me, it was doing little uh, and I still do to this day, uh, little uh, club gigs and restaurant gigs and singing in the corner of a bookstore or whatever. But it was as long as I was singing and continuing to sing, there was going to be someone who noticed me and someone who noticed my, my passion and my my passion being something that pushed me to be able to do whatever it was that anybody put in front of me. Like, I, I believe and I have to tell myself this often, but I believe that I can sing anything. Like if I was a, if I was a painter, I would tell myself I can paint anything. If I was a dancer, I would say the same thing. And and so it's that practice and, and uh, every single day telling myself, motivating myself um, that it's, it's going to be okay. And that if I keep doing it, it's going to be, it's going to be good and somebody else will notice that it's good too. Right. That's good. That's really good. Cause I know that just reminds me of me when I first started off blogging, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. everybody kind of just turned their heads and there was no support, but I just kept doing mm-hmm. it. And that's right. now it's just like, it has taken off. I mean, it's not at the, the scale that I want it to be yet. It will be, but, um, mm-hmm. Invited to so many places to cover events. I've got to interview like artists, um, R&B artists, other really amazing people, NFL players, and and I'm just like, okay, people see me out here, and if you don't do the thing that you want to do, then you're not going to get noticed. You're not going to get that, you know, experience. You're not going to be able to perfect it because you're not doing it. So that's. Yeah. Good lesson. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. That's right. And you get better and better too. You know, every time you do it, it's practice, and it should be 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 able to get some type of lesson out of it. Like, oh, I did that really, really well, or I did that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's always about per- perfecting because never nothing is going to be perfect. You just have to just right. always make it better. And like, what can you do to make this better? Yeah. Yes. Amen. 
So exactly. uh, what else would you like to tell the people out there? Do you have any like some tips oh, on, goodness. huh? No, please continue. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any tips for people? So even if they don't want to do like music, what, cause I, I feel like most of the things that we do are transferable skills and just like, it's the process behind the thing. What are some of your like tips on some processes that people can take and apply maybe this mm -hmm. weekend on helping them live their best lives? Drink water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a, a campaign going now to try to redo the irrigation systems of underprivileged areas in in um in some of our uh, impoverished areas, cities. But uh, we all know that the ghetto was constructed and designed for for black people, and and um, it's it is the essential part of life that we cannot go without like it's i mean you know it's just you can't do without it there are some things that like a car in big cities really need it you know or it's great um but water <laughs> water affects so much of the in and out of of a person's psyche uh and uh, motivation can be stemmed in in the smallest things in life, and just even challenging yourself to uh, find the best the best type of water for your body, because you know the a lot of the uh, a lot of the underprivileged areas of our country have not been reconstructed or, or had any work done to them since they were built. Mm -hmm. And so these old pipelines, these same old um, irrigation systems are pumping out water to people that is not even palatable. So people decide to drink Kool-Aid instead. And it's like, that's cool. You know, every once in a while you want a little flavor. I get it. <laughs> um, but the, the purest of that H2O is, is what we need. And um, that's when I started, seg I segued uh, my personal goal of just constantly or drinking as much water as possible into meditation and breathing and um and because water has oxygen in it 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 also helps if you're tired you know all, all the, the benefits of water are endless um but just the same as breathing um and taking time and moments to literally inhale and exhale intentionally because right. we only get well, our lungs human lungs only fully expand and collapse when we're in complete dormant mode when we're resting which is why when we're tired and we're awake we yawn because it's our body just trying to fully expand and collapse and get that full gusto of, of air that we need and so a lot of times if we take just a few seconds throughout the day during whatever you're doing you know just to consciously inhale and exhale full complete breaths it would in it, it supplies so much oxygen and blood flow to the brain to the heart and to the limbs and it allows your your brain to tell your body to do things that you don't even really want to do it's a it's a fuel and catalyst of getting out of even depression um when 
I, I've, I've myself have struggled and have seen others close to me struggle with depression in such a real and long-term way that I had to, uh, since I had the opportunity to catch it on an earlier side, I, I did a lot of homework and research on what the brain is and, and what it means to have a healthy functioning brain. And in you, using that healthy brain to pursue your goals yeah. uh, and because using a non-healthy brain to pursue your goals can be just as detrimental as not doing anything at all. Right. Uh, our motives get weird. Our, our, um, our even ways we go about doing things like an unhealthy brain would think, I, I don't have any money. I'm, I'm broke out here. Let me go rob someone right. and versus a healthy brain would be like, I don't have any money. Let me try to put together some type of good that I can sell. As simple as that, uh, that makes a, a huge difference in a person's life. And then finding that within your goals as well, you, you know, each and every little goal that builds up to the big goal um, becomes easier to 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 obtain, I, I believe. And so I would tell any, any and everybody, Drink some water and breathe. Yes. <laughs> Intentionally, yes. Well, that's so yes. good. Because people we do forget. And I yeah. and we I know I do a, I suffer from like anxiety and you know, and I'm just like, okay, just breathe, take it in, mm -hmm. out. And you know, like I used to work with students who um with disabilities, um, and I would literally have to sit there and have to calm them down. So we would do some like breathing and yoga exercises and, you know, and they were calm after a minute, you know? And so that is the truth and our brain, that water, ooh, okay, you better yeah, go get my spring water and drink. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> like, yes, ma'am, spring water in a glass bottle. <laughs> yes, oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, thank you so much. Can you can you tell everybody where they can find you, where they can listen to your music and support you? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> uh, they can find me via my name in any search engine, Imani Grace, or directly at my website, ImaniGrace.com. I'm also on social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Imani Grace underscore music. And also in the DMV area performing regularly uh, throughout the week, but also, but specifically on Sundays at the Washington National Cathedral on Wisconsin Avenue, uh, which is the National Cathedral of, uh, of the U.S. So that's, that's always a very beautiful uh, blessing every Sunday I get to just at the architecture and, and the history behind that place um yeah that's where I'll be <laughs> that's awesome and I'll make sure I post all your social links in the description below um but thank you because yes, oh my gosh y'all have to hear her sing she has the most amazing angelic jazzy sultry voice that I just love and it's just yeah and she didn't tell, she was on Apollo. Can, can you brag yeah. a little bit? <laughs> sure. So I was in school and I went, I did a, um, a gig with 
an acapella group that I was with in undergrad called Afro Blue at the Apollo Theater for, uh, don't get me the line, I can't remember what the engagement was at that time, but we were backstage waiting to go on, and I was talking to one of the stagehands, and I said, do you guys still do, like, the competition, Apollo, and they're like, yeah, go online, submit your stuff, so I did that, and um, one of the producers called me, and they said, actually, we want to have you on the television show, they were doing the reboot of the BET Apollo, so I said, cool, I, I went back for the I did the regular, actually, before we even had really gotten into the television show, did the the regular Wednesday night, amateur night at Apollo. And the another producer called me and said, uh, we would love to have you uh, perform at the 100th anniversary of the, uh, oh, pardon me, that was, oh, Kennedy Center. Apollo was for Harlem Jazz Night. Um, so, um, that was pretty awesome because I did the competition, amateur night, got second place, and then they called me for a gig. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and then, and then after that, then did the television show, and um, yeah, that was that was pretty pretty amazing to just yeah. even be on that stage in that room in that theater. That whole place with everyone who works there is just absolutely awesome. Um, if I ever, if I'm ever in New York, I try to reach out to them just because they were so wonderful to me. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, that's so cool. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I get so excited to hear your little voices on Instagram, the little snippets. I'm like, only I could sing that. No, (laughs) that is beautiful. (laughs) Yes. So... Imani Grace is my god sister. Her parents are my godparents. And so I got to watch her grow up. And I remember her very little. I just There's a picture in my head that I can see from a very long time ago. And I'm just like, that's so cool. And now it just tells me how old I am. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> Whenever you come over, I would just be goo goo gaga oh. like, oh my god. <laughs> Like, <laughs> let me just be like, and I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> yes, I just, uh, yes, it's yeah, I miss y'all, and I'm gonna have to come visit. So, I will stop recording so we can catch up. But, you guys, make sure you guys check her out. I'll post all her contact information and definitely listen to this podcast a couple of times and pull out all those nuggets. and. Stay tuned for your homework, y'all. Thank you, Miss Imani Grace. You. Thank you so very much. What did you guys think? Wasn't it amazing? You guys, all the nuggets, all the lessons that Imani Grace shared with us. Let me tell you a few that stood out a lot to me. Um, One would be sustaining your health and well-being, you know. That comes with so many different ways on how to, you know, attack that. And that can be meditation. That can be, you know, having a solo retreat, making sure you drink water and breathing. Um, Another thing that stood out for me is that 
You know, do what you want to do, do what you love to do, do what you plan on doing all the time. Don't stop, don't give up, just keep doing it. It will perfect, it'll get better, and people will see you and connect out and just, you know, celebrate that. So don't don't not do what you are supposed to do. Um, there are some more nuggets that I will post in a blog. So you want to make sure you are frequently visiting Bougie University as well as bougieblackblogger.com. And you'll see more of the transcript type of article for this podcast. Um, before you go, we have some homework. Okay. So don't leave. Go get a pen and paper and come right back. All right, we have two assignments for you all, okay? The first one is to sustain your health and well-being. What can you do in the next seven days to help you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically to get well? You know, what can you do? Is it having a solo retreat? Is it meditating at night? Is it journaling your feelings every day? What is it? Is it connecting with people? Is it disconnecting with people? What does that look like? How will you go about it? And let me know when you do this and how it works for you. The second thing I want to challenge you guys on is to hone in on your identity. Most of the time, we want to live an amazing life, but we don't know who we are. So in order for us to live a life we love, we must know who we are, what we love to do, what we can, what we'll say no to. You know, we need to be able to define ourselves, our morals, our values. So we live a life we love. Is it being, you know, influenced by what other people are doing? Is it, is it being forced by somebody? What is it that you love to do? And you're not going to be able to know that if you don't know who you are. So I say. Take a moment in a journaling session, you know, define yourself, who you are, your morals and all that good stuff. Who are the people that shaped you to being who you are? I list five people who influence you for good and not the bad. Um, And just write that down and just get that out of your head and onto paper so that you can you know, truly start living a life that you love. That are Those are your homework assignments for this week. Stay tuned for next week's episode and make sure you guys visit Imani Grace's website. I'll post all the links down below. Let me know what you guys think. Send me an email or DM, connect with me somehow. Uh, make sure you join the Facebook group as well. We are having some really great discussions in there and you don't want to miss it. You don't, you don't. So y'all, I'm taking off. I hope you have a wonderful day. Happy designing. Peace.